3 a.m. Tales of Terror contains explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, and welcome to another episode of 3 a.m. Tales of Terror. I think this is... God, 46 or 45. Dude, it's your podcast. You don't know? No, I don't. I can't remember what I numbered the last episode. And I only number it when I put it up for like Spotify purposes and Apple podcast purposes. Not like, not for me to keep up with. Because I also stopped making episode pictures. (laughs) I got lazy. (laughs) Got lazy? Yeah. You have nothing but time on your hands. I literally don't now. (laughs) <laughs> Are you sure you want to go down this road? <laughs> I don't. Anyways, I'm Jamie. Oh, and I'm Kenny. Sorry, I forgot my name. And Eli is also here with us. He's smelling Kenny's work pants. They probably stink. Anyways, so this episode, we're going to be telling you... Um, my favorite thing. Yeah, Kenny got to pick out uh, an episode or pick out stuff that he wants to listen to or he wants to talk about. And it is cryptids. So cryptids are normally f- like Appalachian cryptids, I guess, would be the most famous. Yeah. So we're talking about cryptids. Uh, two of them specifically are from Fallout. Well, well, I found out about them through Fallout. They're in Fallout. not f- Maybe not from Fallout, but they're in Fallout. Yeah. So they took a bunch of the cryptids in the game and turned them into like monsters, monsters. which is hilarious yeah. and great. <laughs> And Mothman's in there. We're not talking about Mothman today. That's a no. whole thing by itself. We're going to try and make Mothman a whole episode. If not two, because of how much there is. Yeah. I mean, my dude's got a museum, so. Yeah. And one day, we're going to go. Live, laugh, lurk, Mothman. <laughs> you know who hates Mothman? Cat from Box of Oddities. Why? Because he's sketchy? She hates him. She she does not like you mentioning him. She's like, don't say his name. He'll hear you. <laughs> She hates him. Well, I mean, you know. So, so the we're talking about four. Oh, wow! I just moved the mic. Okay, we're talking about four cryptids. We're talking about sheep squatch. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be fun to say over and over again. Sheep squatch. Sheep squatch. And then we're talking about the Flatwood monster or Flatwoods monster that is also from Fallout. One of the ones that are that were talked about. Yep. In Fallout. Uh, and then there's one that I put in here specifically that for comical. I, I hadn't heard of. What? I have not heard of the Vegetable Man. I put him in here specifically for comical reasons because the sighting story that um, they talk about is... <laughs> I don't... You can take your own take on it, but well, see, in all, he kind of sounds these, like a kook. Yeah, it probably is. He probably is. It's in West Virginia. They were probably drunk or high when they saw it. And then the last one is called, they're called... The Devil Dogs. Devil Dogs or White Things. I don't know why they're called that. But most of these are in <clears throat> West Virginia. West Virginia or Virginia. Primarily the Appalachian sides of said states. Yeah. So... Because all me... the sketchy stuff happens in the mountains over here on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Um, Our ghosts aren't in rivers, they're in so mountains. So, Sheep Squatch is in West Virginia... Flatwoods Monster is in West Virginia. The Veggie Man is in West Virginia. 
and the white things or the de- white devils oh. or devil dogs. There, there's all kinds. Of, oh, they're all in West Virginia. Yeah, I told you they were. I swear I had one that was in Virginia. <laughs> okay, don't. You got to remember. Don't listen to me then. Depending on the time period, Virginia was one whole thing. It was not split. Mm, okay. Um, also, we have an announcement to make for our friend, for um, Kenny's friend, Avery. Avery he works Brown. With. So, his friend Avery has a band, and it is country music, if you like country music. And it's good. It's okay, very well, good. The definition of good country music. I do not like country music. No. This is good country music. It's your older style, mm-hmm. pre-90s. Yeah country music the band is called jb walker jb walker yep so um the album is called round one yep and we're just i'm not normally a promoter of things but i'm going to do this because he is a good friend of ours and he deserves his band to get known good friend yeah yeah avery my boy and so um you probably you're gonna hear our normal music at the beginning obviously and then um, I'm going to talk to him and see which song he wants us to play at the end. And I'm going to play, instead of our normal closing out, like, you guys all know where to get in contact with us. You know how to email us. You know how you know our Facebook and all that crap. Right. So I'm cutting that out. And at the end of this episode, I'm going to play one of his songs that he tells me. And um, I will put all of the, his band information, his the band's Facebook page, um, and links to it on Spotify so that you can go and listen to it yep. in the episode description. And I will also make sure that I post it on Facebook as well so that you guys can check him out and hopefully give him more support because I think they're just they're just really starting out Like because this is their first album album. Yeah, this is the first songs they've written. They were doing a lot of cover stuff to get money to yeah. then record, right? which they did. So, and then they're... Um, this is their first album that they have all written themselves. And I think yes. there's, what, two songs of his? No, uh, Avery only wrote The Bottle. Okay. Well, then I may play... He writes it and sings it. The rest of it he just plays lead, he plays lead on. Well, then I'll probably just play that one then. I mean, they're all kind of good. I mean, they're all good. But I might play that one. That way you can hear Avery's voice. And then you can go and listen to the rest of it because you'll have the link. So I'll make sure I add it. Yeah. So anyways, back to West Virginia. And so the first one we're going to talk about is Sheep Squatch. And I don't remember. <laughs> I, I, I looked up some of these pictures. Well, some a couple of these I don't think had pictures. Like the veggie, the last two didn't really have pictures. So Sheep Squatch, if you don't know what he looks like, I'm sure Kenny can describe him to you. He's weird. What, Sheep Squatch? Yeah, he's like a goat man. Like Yeah, so he's described as being like as big as a bear. Mm-hmm. Um, God, I wish I could just show he's, a photo. It's I know. so hard to he's describe. Really, so he's really tall, and he's got, like, ram horns that, like... Right. He's super fast. Super mm-hmm. fast. And he's got really, really big hooves for feet. Yes. They're, like, massive. And he's got, like, the male ram horns and stuff that, like, curl in front. And um, Think I'm, of, like, Krampus. Yeah. But if Krampus was... In a southern Appalachian mountain territory. It's pretty much the best way to describe him. Yeah. And I'm doing my best. I I will do my best to post pictures, but, you know. I mean, huge ram, uh, huge ram horned, but super furry, like like Sasquatch, I guess that's where the name came from. Yeah. But he has, like, a sheep face. Yeah, super sketchy, super fast, super quiet. Yeah. 
and we're going to talk about him. We're going to talk about um, where he came from, what he looks like, and then there are sightings. There's a lot of different sightings of Sheep Squatch, so... Let's get started. Yeah. Okay. Sheep Squatch, also known as the White Thing. Why are so many, <laughs> so many cryptids called like white things and ladies in white? And it's weird. I don't understand. Okay. Sheep Squatch, also known as the White Thing, is a woolly haired cryptid reported across numerous counties in West Virginia predominantly within the southwestern region of the state. The counties with the most sightings are Boone, Kanawha, Kanawha, how do you say that? Kanawha? 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 Kanawha. Bruh, it's Kanawha? No, it's not. It is Kanawha. Oh, I don't. K-A-N-A-W-H-A. Kanawha. You gotta say it with that West Virginia. Kanawha. Got darn. The counties with the most sightings are Boone, Kanawha, Putnam, and Mason, with surge sightings taking place in Boone County during the mid-1990s. It is described as being a quadruped about the size of a bear with an... (laughs) 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 At least we weren't wrong. (laughs) Dude, the the amount of knowledge I have on cryptids is slightly discouraging. Oh my god. With entirely white wool-like fur. and has a long and pointed head similar to a dog, but with long saber-like teeth and a single pint set of horns not dissimilar from those found on a young goat they're not i wouldn't say young goat i would say definitely adult (laughs) and like the pictures that i saw of him they were more like ram's horns like the ones that curl well it it really depends on who's drawing it or who says they see it and what looks creepier straight horns curly horns i don't know the straight horns are just they just are like like remind me of just like the devil. No, I get curly horns from the devil. No. The beautiful ornate like You're wrong. No. Oh my god. I'm a man. I'm never wrong. Oh my god. It's four limbs end in paw-like hands similar to those of a raccoon but larger while its tail is long and hairless like that of an opossum. So he's all messed up. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's like an abomination of like every like mountain animal Mm -hmm. in west virginia like put together minus cats (laughs) and then sasquatch (laughs) yeah it is reputed to smell like sulfur which has been attributed through folklore to the beast being born with within the tnt area in mason county like one of those mothman theories though this is not likely and instead may be a musk scent gland similar to those found in many species in many species in the order carnivora, such as weasels and skunks. So he's going to stink. Okay, so we're going to start with the sightings. So there's one in 1994. In 1994, or the first one is in 1994 that I found. In 1994, a former Navy seaman stated having witnessed... <laughs> I know. Dude, I'm so stop, sorry. you're such a child. Seaman. <laughs> Oh my god. He stated witness he stated having witnessed the beast breaking through the forest. The white thing breached the brush line and knelt to drink from the creek. Here it drank for a few minutes before crossing the creek and continuing on toward the nearby road. The witness stated that they observed the animal for a while before it moved on into the surrounding brush. Within the same year, two children observed the creature while playing in their yard within Boone County. What they reported having observed looked 
like a large white bear, yet in this case stood up on its hind legs, making it over six feet tall. Presumably it did so in a manner similar to bears trying to observe as opposed to walking bipedally. Startled by the children, the beast ran off through the forest, breaking medium-sized limbs off trees in its path. I figured out why it's white. Why? So like tropical animals? Yes. You know how they have that bright, stay the fuck away from me color? Yes. Like I'm not blending in with the environment. I don't care if you eat me, but you're going to die when you do it. Like like poisonous toads and snakes and mm-hmm. stuff like that? Mm-hmm. We don't have tropical stuff over here. So what offsets you in the forest of Appalachia? Yeah, big white things. Big white things. Big furry white things. Like mongooses and like honey badgers. They're white. That is their... Uh, honey badgers aren't completely white. No, but they have... Yeah, but honey badger don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> but they have, they have that white of the alert color of, stay away from me, I'm going to mess you up. Yeah, like skunks when they raise their tail. Like skunks and raccoons, which raccoons, that's probably more of a defensive kind of a thing. But Raccoons hiss when they th- get That's because they're defensive. afraid of the trash pandas. Well, they don't need to be afraid of me because I love them and I miss my raccoons. Yeah, I was going through photos today and found the pictures of them. They're so cute. I miss Bandit and his brothers. And then the other gang. We did have rival gangs. We did have, we had rival. Hold on, we're going to get off on a tangent. We can't talk about the rival gangs of raccoons. Different story. Oh my gosh. We we had two gangs of raccoons. And I miss them. Okay. So now, 1995. The creature was spotted. uh, The the Oh my God, get it. It's creature. The word is creature. (laughs) Oh my God. Whew. Hmm. The creature was next spotted a year later, this time involving a car. A couple driving through Boone County observed a large white beast sitting in a ditch alongside the roadway. That just means you got to keep driving. (laughs) As many curious passerbys might do in such a situation, they stopped their car to get a better look at it. No, honey, that's not what we do. White people. Exactly. That's Fucking not what white we people, do. Man. Hey, what's that giant thing that's white in the forest? Let's stop and look at it. Stop. What's the worst that could happen? Obviously, none of these people have ever seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre and people getting hitched up, or people getting picked up by hitchhiker. Okay, wrong Turn is literally filmed in West Virginia. No, I'm talking about Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I'm just saying, Wrong Turn, hey, let's stop and take a closer look at what's going on. I mean, yeah, that too, but... You don't stop for nothing. Don't stop for nobody on the side of the road. Don't ever trust nobody. These people are just stupid. They came to describe the creature again as mostly similar to earlier descriptions, yet they added that the creature had four eyes. In stark contrast to the last sighting where the sheep squatch fled the scene, the creature leaped out of the ditch and started to attack the car. That's why you don't stop. Frightened by the attack, the couple drove off quickly, and once they arrived back at home, noticed large scratches on the side where the beast had attacked. I wonder if they thought it had four eyes like the goats that have the split irises. Mm, mm-hmm. Well, hopefully they learned their lesson about stopping and looking at shit on the side of the road. <laughs> Giant white things like, hell, it looks like a beast. <laughs> Dumbasses. They deserved it. I bet their insurance didn't cover it. <laughs> How'd you, you get these scratches, say? ma'am? A deer? <laughs> How'd you get these scratches? Well, this giant white thing attacked us in West Virginia. I think it was sheep squatch, and they're like, no. Sorry, you're, you don't have sheep squatch coverage. 
and you, there's no way you can say that a deer did it. I mean, no, no, you wouldn't be able to get away with that. All right, <clears throat> 1999. Another incident in 1999 involved a couple of campers who were in the forest at night, again in Boone County. Stay away from Boone County. Around a bonfire. They eventually heard an animal snorting and scuffling around the camp in a manner similar to an aggravated bear, though it did not come into the light of the campfire immediately. All of a sudden, the sheep squatch suddenly charged out of the darkness at the campers. This is literally a mission in Fallout 76 is how you spawn the fucker. That's literally, really? That story is literally how you do it. Well, maybe they 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 knew about this. Maybe I mean, this Bethesda is a pretty. Their freaking homework. I was gonna say this. Maybe that. They as much as I tried up. to love seventy six, the game's trash. But <laughs> as much as I tried to love it for the lore and everything, man, that's that's that is the sheep squatch mission. Wow. You're all around a campfire, and then he charges in and just annihilates the group, and you're screaming and trying to kill it. Anyway, reacting quickly, they jumped up and ran back into their house, all the while being pursued by the sheep squatch. Giving chase is a natural reaction of a predator when a creature flees, its initial attack could have simply been a mock charge. The white thing stopped at the edge of the forest when they crossed it and let out a terrible scream. It then turned around and headed back into the woods. The next morning, the campers returned to their campsite and the trail home. Finding it to be torn up, they referred to it as like someone had tilled it up for gardening. Well, if it's a bear, they could have been too close to its young. And at least that's consistent the large, like large scratches on the side of the car. Right, the bear-like charge, the, yeah. the quietness. So at least all of these being afraid of fire means it's an animal. Mm-hmm. There's no humanoid aspect of it. So at least all of these. Well, I don't know about the next the next sighting because there's only one more. But hopefully, I mean, so far they all sound the same. They all sound very convincing. So in 2015, in Folks Run, Virginia, ah, they saw it in Virginia, so it goes down the mountain path. Then yeah. I knew I had seen something about it being in Virginia. <laughs> the beast was spotted once again in the forest of Appalachia. The creature was spotted close to midnight by six campers, spending the night in the dense woods. The beast was reportedly eight to nine feet tall, with a shoulder length of four to five feet. One of the campers first saw the beast at the top of the nearby hill in a crouching position. Then it stood up, and he alerted all the other campers. Then it started running down the steep hill toward the campers, but they were separated by the river that was flowing through. They looked in horror as it searched for a way to cross, and with no other option began to wade through the river. It finally came out of the water, and the campers reported that it appeared like a bipedal dog in the chest, with its fur wet from the river crossing. Then a loud, gut-based screech was heard about two miles off from where they were. Then the sheep squatch looked up in shock, just high enough so the moonlight was in its face, and the campers looked on in fear as it let out a pathetic whimper. Then in a sprint, ran in the opposite direction of the noise. The campers quickly packed and left, then reported it to locals, fearing that if the authorities were informed, they would be ridiculed. The identity of the campers is unknown as of March 2016. So did they really just stand there and watch that thing run at them, even though it was on the other side of the river? They didn't think like, oh, maybe we should run? We got to think, most people that go to West Virginia and Virginia that go there to visit, and they're like, where can I see the sights? Like in every movie. Oh, my God. Are dumb city folk. I say dumb, not how do I how do I phrase this? How do you come back from this? Okay, so they're white people. Oh my and god. And when they go out camping, they don't take the locals' advice. Wrong turn. Wouldn't go down that road. That bucket shortcut dies. Yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Don't go out in them hills. Dies. Texas you don't tex you when's the last time you watched a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie? Because there's no hills. 
think you're thinking of The Hills Have Eyes. You know what? You're right. It is The Hills Have Eyes. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. They pick up the hitchhiker. And the hitchhiker take Or no. They are hitchhiking. And they get picked up by the sketchy cop man who is in... Who is... I don't know. I was a, I was a uh, Freddy Krueger guy myself. <laughs> He's okay. But yeah, man, they go in there and they're like, they don't take the local's advice. Well, we're going to get ridiculed. You know what the backstory to that is that they don't say? They were probably told, hey, dumbasses, don't go camp down there. Mm-hmm. That's where Sheep Squatch is. And they went, oh, well, I got this fancy iPad right here and I'll be fine. <laughs> and they go down there and they're like, oh my God, we're going to die. And they just stare at me. What would you do? It's like when you're here, when you're anywhere in Appalachian. In the Appalachians, on the, well, Appalachians are on the East Coast. So anywhere in the, uh, stop it, listen. <laughs> do you not know where our mountain range is? <laughs> I used to live there. I do. Um, If you are ever in the mountains and you're hiking, honestly, just don't go hiking in the Appalachian Mountains. And if you do, bring a pistol, please. Yeah. And Whether you if believe you, in guns or not, If sorry. you hear a noise, if you hear a baby crying, or if you hear, like, whistling or if you hear literally anything that's out of the freaking ordinary just keep walking and ignore it do not acknowledge it leave it alone walk somewhere else walk away from it any of our viewers have played left for dead we all know what the witch sounds like it sounds like a crying woman yeah who wants to be nurtured and then you go up and then she rips your fucking face off usually usually so like crying baby when i say a crying baby crying baby crying woman anything that sounds like it's been crying it's either something you don't want to mess with or a mountain lion it's a call to get you to come closer exactly and that's what mountain lions and cougars and bobcats do no cougars normally buy you a drink at a bar (laughs) i didn't do that no i didn't do that because i don't drink no well i still picked you up though no no No. i didn't do that either no you didn't (laughs) you lie you lie like hell (sighs) okay try to look all cool for your viewers no they know know what Oh, no. <laughs> what do they know? <laughs> that I'm retarded. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay, so Flatwoods Monster. So I, I was looking up stuff, and I saw like another website about the Flatwood Monst- Flatwoods Monster. And yeah, I he's like a half alien, half robot. He's really weird. Kind of thing. And I don't know if there was any more information uh, in the website that I found, but... I got enough from this website. Also, you have a lot to read coming up because you're reading because the sighting story is one big story. That's fine. Okay. I know how to read. Do you? Not well, but I know how to. Okay. I'm not as bad as a plumber. That one's for Avery because I know he's going to listen to this one. Wow. Okay. The Flatwood Monster. It's Flatwoods. If I say Flatwood one more time, I'm just going to leave it. <laughs> the Flatwoods Monster, also known as the Braxton County Monster, Braxy by the locals, that sounds like a stripper, or the Frametown Monster, it d- Braxy. I would not buy a lap dance from Braxy. She probably B R A X X I E. That's she, what it. She is. totally has clap. Would not. Would, ten out of ten would not buy a lap dance. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> He's a cryptid sighted in the forest of Flatwoods, West Virginia, and Frametown, West Virginia, respectively. It is believed to be of extraterrestrial nature. Because he's a robot. Well, so there's two theories on it. I don't think you have either of them in here. I'm going to let you let you go, though. Okay. The entity was initially reported as being about 10 feet tall and 4 feet wide. 
It appeared to be some sort of robotic suit or spacecraft rather than being rather than an organic being. It had a cowl in the shape of an ace of spades behind a red round head. Set in the head were two eyes described as portholes, glowing green orange and the size of half dollars. The body was a metallic armored structure lined with thick vertical pipes. Discrepancies exist in the actual color of the armor, some claiming it to be black, while others say it was green. The existence of arms is a similar matter. Most state that the monster was armless, while others claim it possessed small toy-like arms. The Frametown monster, believed to be the same creature from Flatwoods, bore similar pipelined metallic armor from the waist down. From the waist up, however, it was a reptilian humanoid. So the two theories are... Yes. Either in the coal mines, mm-hmm. they were digging and it woke up. Okay. It crash landed, you know, hundreds of thousands of years ago, blah, 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 all that stuff, right? Okay. The other theory is his spaceship crash landed here and it's a small alien that has figured out technology to the point where they don't really use their body so he has a larger head for the brain but then he uses the robot suit to get around uh, okay yeah and yeah. he just chases people through the forest normally which is okay well, we'll just talk about this. does side. he does he do anything does he hurt people i don't think i think he just scares the piss out of people and chases them I don't know. You're about to tell the, the sighting story. All so. the stuff that I've read about him is he had two of like your, uh, how would you describe it? Like your old school robotic arms where it looks like flex tubing with like the three claws. Mm-hmm. Like pincers or whatever. Like something from the Jetsons? Or like Scooby-Doo. Like that t- that era of cartoons where every robot had the same arms. Like the Jetsons? You don't know but that is, do you? I know what the Jetsons are. I'm not that young. You better know. You, there's a robot in the Jetsons. The maid. The maid. Yes, thank you. Does she have those arms? Yes. I don't know, man. Are you sure? Yes. I used to watch the Jetsons all the time. Yeah, was it in black and white? <laughs> oh, my God. No. She does, doesn't she? Yeah, but not those arms. <laughs> That's not what I'm talking Whatever. about. Whatever. Because she has, like, articulate arms. Let me see. I can't see that. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, no, no. Not like that. Then what, what am I thinking of? I don't know. Just read the sighting. Sightings. At 7.15 p.m. on September 19th. That's the 12th. Fuck, I'm illiterate. <laughs> at at 7.15 p.m. on September 12th. Why did I want to say 19th? Oh, because it's 19.52. <laughs> three little boys witnessed a bright object cross the sky. The object came to rest on land belonging to a local farmer. Once they saw the thing land, the boys went to one of their mom's houses where they reported seeing a UFO crash land in the hills. From there, the boys and a group of locals went to the farm to try to find whatever it was that the boys had seen. All right, so they're going with the alien extraterrestrial, uh, his ship crashed. Yeah. Okay. So. So one of the local dogs ran ahead out of sight and started barking, and moments later ran back to the group with its tail between its legs. After traveling about a quarter of a mile, the group reached the top of the hill where they reportedly saw a large pulsating ball of fire about 50 feet away. They also saw and smelled a mist that made their eyes and noses burn. A farmer then noticed two small lights over to the left of the object and directed his flashlight towards them, revealing the creature, which was reported to have emitted a shrill hissing noise before gliding towards them changing direction and then heading off towards the red light. At this point, the group fled in panic. 
Upon returning home, the mother contacted the local sheriff and news reporter. The reporter conducted a number of interviews and returned to the site with the farmer later that night, where he reported that there was a sickening, burnt metallic odor still prevailing. The sheriff and his deputy searched the area separately but found no trace of the encounter. Early the next morning, the reporter visited the site of the encounter for a second time and discovered two tracks in the mud, as well as traces of thick black liquid. He immediately reported them as being possible signs of a saucer landing based on the premise that the area had not been subjected to traffic for at least a year. It was later revealed that the tracks were likely to have been those of a Chevrolet pickup truck by a local, who had gone to the site to look for the creature some hours prior to Stewart's discovery. After the event, investigators associated with the civilian saucer investigation... Really? CSI? So original. (laughs) So original, dude. (laughs) That's funny. Obtained a number of accounts from witnesses who claimed to have experienced a similar or related phenomenon. These accounts include the story of a mother and her 21-year-old daughter, who claimed to have encountered a creature with the same appearance and odor a week prior to the September 12th incident. The encounter reportedly affected the daughter so badly that she was confined to a hospital for three weeks. They also gathered a statement from the mother of the local farmer, in which she said that at the approximate time of the crash, her house had been violently shaken and her radio had cut out for 45 minutes. And a report from the director of the local board of education, in which he claimed to have seen a flying saucer taking off at 6.30 in the morning of September 13th, the morning after the creature was sighted. The day after the Flatwoods incident, a couple taking a leisurely drive through the mountains of Frametown, West Virginia, at dusk were met with a similarly horrific experience. Their car came to a sudden stop and refused to start again. Shortly thereafter, a putrid sulfuric odor filled the air. The couple, circling the vehicle in hopes of spotting the culprit, spotted something far worse than they had have imagined. From the waist down, it was similar to the Flatwoods monster, but from the waist up, it was a reptilian humanoid. This creature, thought to be the same creature sighted in Flatwoods, is known as the Frametown Monster. So pretty much... The Frametown monster, Flatwoods monster is, or, yeah, it's the same. Well, they could be. They could be, like, the same species. Same species. Is that so, Sean Connery? Knock, knock. Who's there? Dishish. <laughs> Dishish. <laughs> Dishish Sean Connery. He's stupid. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. So now we're going to talk about the Flatwoods monster in popular culture. So, like... Video games, media, stuff like that. The Flatwood Monster appears as the final boss of the NES video game Amagon and the stage 02 boss of the video game Space Harrier 2. In the anime series Sergeant Frog, an alien modeled after the Flatwoods Monster appears in the episode Fake It Till You Make It. The Legend of Zelda, Majora's Mask. Bruh, it's Mahora. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> Maybe I should have gave this part to you. Excuse me. The Legend of Zelda Mahora's Mask features creatures <laughs> referred to as them invading Romani Ranch in a UFO. They bear a striking resemblance to the Flatwoods monster. In the Wii U game The Wonderful 101, the character Gimme has a striking resemblance to the Flatwoods monster. On the show Mountain Monsters on Destination America, the Ames team goes to Braxton County, West Virginia to investigate a similar cryptid, the Shadow Creature. This could possibly be a reptilian version of the Flatwoods Monster, only without the skirt-like structure around its weight. In the 3DS game Tomato, Tomo, Tomodachi? 
How do you say that? Tamadachi? Tamadachi. <laughs> you wanted to say Tamagotchi, didn't you? <laughs> I don't know what that is. It, I wanted to say it like it, Tomato Dachi, but that is definitely not it. Tamadachi. <laughs> In the 3DS game, Tomato... To, you know what? You know what? Hold on, hold on. I got you. <laughs> In the 3DS game, Tomodachi Life... The Flatwoods monster makes an appearance along with other cryptids in the mysterious in the blah blah in the mystery interior. Yeah, I can't talk either. <sighs> Anyways, you and don't even know what XBLA stands for. Do what you? is it? I'm not telling you. No, I don't know what it is. It's the Xbox Live Arcade. It oh. doesn't even exist anymore. Wow, it's such a shame. I'm so old. Oh my god. <laughs> well, in the Xbox Live Arcade game Happy Wars, there is a weapon called the Flatwoods monster. In Fallout 76, set in Appalachia, there is a cryptid enemy known as the Flatwoods Monster. Two Flatwood Monsters appear on the cover of the album April Fools by the Scary Jokes, along with what appears to be Mothman, among other unidentified... Oh my god, I can't talk. Among other unidentifiable creatures. So you're going to make me talk about the Vegetable Man? (laughs) I'm going to talk about the sighting, which is even kookier. Kookier? So, yeah. You from what? You from Minnesota? That's kooky. <laughs> All right, the vegetable man. This one, I'm telling you, I put this in here for. Look, it's Braxton County again, man. I'd love to live there. So great. here we go. You'd never so, be bored. So so far, we've learned we've learned a lesson. Don't go to Boone County. Don't go to Braxton County, and don't go to Frametown because all of the and you probably shouldn't also go to Point Pleasant either. But here we are. So. I love Point Pleasant. I know, but the Mothman's there. Exactly, that's why I want to go. He's going to get you. Praise Mothman. Mothman wouldn't get me. I'm not dumb. He knows I'm a follower. Oh my god. How is he supposed to know that? Because uh, when Mothman shows, I'm not going to go, ah, I'm going to go, bro, you're Mothman. Can I get your autograph? And all you're going to hear is wings flapping. That's all you're going to hear. Oh my god. So he's going to tell you about the Vegetable Man or the Veggie Man, whatever you want to call him. All right. West Virginia has played host to an extraordinary number of unusual creatures. From Mothman to the Flatwoods Monster to Sheep Squatch. Few people, however, even within the state itself, have heard of the strange case of West Virginia's very own the Veggie Table Man. I'm glad you asked what the Vegetable Man looks like. (laughs) (laughs) I don't... This... I don't know. This is a joke, dude. I'm telling you, that's why I put it in here, because it's funny. The Vegetable Man was said to be very tall, arguably over seven feet. Thin, with a semi-human shape. It also appeared to be partially plant-based. That's good. EPA-free. And possessed large ears. I hope they're corn. With striking eyes. <laughs> that oscillated in color. If he doesn't have ears of corn, I'd be pissed. <laughs> its arms were thin and gave the impression of reeds by a riverbank. On the ends of its long fingers were suction cups which had thorns protruding from them. I'm telling you, if he don't have ears <laughs> of corn, be pissed. Oh my god. So, he's plant-based. Did you know that you, in The Sims, you can be a plant sim? It's awful to be a plant sim. <laughs> I hate well, well, it. at least you know where your roots are. No, you, you, you have to eat and drink certain things when you're a plant sim, and it's the most annoying fucking thing. And if you accidentally hit the button of like, oh, I want to be a plant sim, you're a plant sim for three days in game, and it's ridiculous. It's awful. I hate. Drown the plant in the pool. Start over. (laughs) Send it. Or you just wait, and you're green. Like your hair 
goes green and your your body's green and you just don't eat for three days and then you're not a vegetable anymore or you're not yeah you're not a plant sim anymore it's weird i don't like it right so the sighting of the, the veggie man. vegetable man in 1968 in the woods around fairmont west virginia jennings frederick was out for a hunt as he moved through the woods in search of game, Frederick heard an odd noise. It sounded like a record player running faster than it should, a sort of high-pitched jabbering. When he tracked down the source of the sound, he came face-to-face with the creature. Jennings would go on to say that the being looked weakened, sickly. The jabbering increased. Suddenly, he could make out the words, which is possibly like telepathic communication, because this is what... He or he felt, I guess, would be the word. I don't know I if, felt. if he like because it says it's like possibly telepathic. So I think he like heard it in his head, but it wasn't really out loud. Telepathic vegetables tight. Oh my god! So the being said, "You need not fear me. I wish to communicate. I come as a friend. We know of you all. I come in peace. I wish medical assistance. I need your help." With that, the creature lunged at him and wrapped Frederick up in its surprisingly strong arms. Frederick was unable to break away from the embrace as the creature pierced his skin with the thorns on its fingers. While it drained blood from him, Frederick found himself enthralled by the, fr- by the flashing colors of the creature's eyes. Then, almost as quickly as it had pounced, the vegetable man raced away up a hill. Frederick then claimed to hear a deep humming from the other side of the hill. He surmised that it might have been the sound of the creature's ship taking off, which thinks, which makes him think it made it made him thought that the creature was of like alien origin, extraterrestri- extraterrestrial origin, which is probably why he was telepathic. I don't know. Anyways, to date, the 1968 encounter is the only sighting of the Vegetable Man. All right, so let's talk about this for a moment. <laughs> 1968, good year for blotter acid. <laughs> yeah. And it says that, it, like, okay, it, it has, its thorns pierced his skin, so, like, why didn't he die? I mean, I guess maybe it didn't pierce it as bad. But the way that it reads, though... Name one vegetable that has thorns. It said that he has thorns in it. I'm just saying... I don't know, maybe he came up from, like, a rose bush. I think he had a bad acid trip. That's what it sounds like. Like a really bad, scary acid trip. Shrooms weren't so popular. I feel like it would be some, like, high blotter acid No, stuff. 68, that's... That's high blotter acid territory. That's not long after... That's, like, Woodstock time. Yeah. So, that's, like, Woodstock era, so that's definitely, like, acid and weed. Or it could be really bad moonshine. We are in West Virginia. Mm. Well, he was on. He had to have been on something. I'm not saying that the vegetable man doesn't. Well, you know why he was so strong, right? Why? He ate his vegetables. Stop. That's what makes you a big, strong boy. Do you know what I learned? I learned oh, in my nutrition, health, and wellness class that I'm taking that spinach is not actually a good source. It's not. Of what am I looking? What am I? What is it? Calcium? Is it calcium? For like what? Muscle mass? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It was a thing for Popeye. That's why people thought, well, if you eat your spinach, you'll get big like Popeye. Yeah, I think it it was calcium. Like it's, I don't know, but yeah. Anyway, let's talk about the devil dogs. Yeah. 
White things, white devils, or devil dogs, which appears on the show Mountain Monsters, are amongst the most historically infamous cryptids in West Virginia. Almost all white things are described to have dog-like features, but in different accounts, some are humanoids, some like Bigfoot, or demons. Some are even prehistoric kitty cats. Which we've talked about before. Um, the Beast of Dartmoor yes. is a big cat. I don't think I was here for that episode. You were not here for that episode. So the Beast of Dartmoor was a big... <sighs> I think that they kind of debunked it because I think it was just a mountain lion. But it was going around killing livestock mm. and stuff. So White creatures are well known to the mountain folk of West Virginia. Like black mystery dogs, they roam isolated and wooded areas. They appear in various shapes, impossibly large dogs, and a lion... And it was stark white with long, shaggy hair. White things are described also as resembling wolves, bears, cows, and even huge badges. I don't know what's happening. Apparently. I'm reading this right, or am I stroking out? No, you're reading it right. I just think. They are covered with long, shaggy, snow white, or dirty white hair, and they often have immense jaws and fangs. You know what doesn't have immense jaws and fangs? Cows. Maybe maybe it means uh, resembling cows as in like maybe it, uh, it's... Like they're spotted. That or it stands on four feet maybe. It could because yeah, okay. it's a dog. Well, it's not a cow. They move at lightning speed. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes on two legs rather than four. Sometimes they seem to have too many legs, whatever that means. <laughs> There's never enough legs. <laughs> Their chilling screams sound like a woman being raped or murdered. Whatever they are, they are bloodthirsty and attack without provocation. The attacks are so real that people actually feel the beast fangs tearing into their flesh. But when the attack is over, they are shocked to find not a mark on their body. However, the beasts rip up animals in the fashion of a werewolf, tearing out their throats and mutilating their bodies, and leave the corpses bloodless and without a trace of blood around. Like all mysterious creatures... There are variations and descriptions of white things and even labels. Some of the white mystery beings are called white devils, for they have red eyes and long, sharp claws and are able to walk and run upright. Some of these beasts have a connection to cemeteries, not an aversion, and thus are death omen creatures. So, this thing can look like a lot of different things, it seems like. I guess as long as you just don't see, like, a big white thing in West Virginia... You're pretty much good to go. Well, and they're white probably because they might be spectral, too. Because they say, you know, they get attacked and then they don't. Mm -hmm. I wonder if anybody has ever been like, how much moonshine have you drank this week? (laughs) (laughs) And it doesn't say what year. Like there's like old Ted is up on a country road making moonshine. He doesn't realize that it's making people trip. The sighting, the sighting, the. Okay, hold on. No, we'll get there. We're going we're gonna to talk about some sightings. Okay. A mysterious white creature was seen in July 1973 in the TNT area of Point Pleasant, the epicenter of the Mothman sightings during the 1966-67 to 67 wave. This creature, however, looked nothing like the original Mothman. In 1994, a 28-year-old man said that he was seven years old at the time. So, so he obviously wasn't doing drugs. I mean, I hope that he wasn't doing drugs in 94. I said moonshine. Still... He was riding in a car with members of his family. The witness described the thing as mostly white, no wings, with real thick, shaggy hair. No face was seen, but the head was about three feet wide. Damn, he's about your size head. Bruh. Avery's got a bigger head than me. I know, he does. The creature appeared suddenly alongside the car and floated through the air, following them for a few moments at about 65 miles an hour. 
That's first of all, that's not lightning speed. <laughs> well, that would be the fastest animal on the planet, considering cheetahs only go like forty. No. Cheetahs can go 70. You're on crack. I'm not. You're on crack. Cheetahs used to be my favorite animal. They can go 70 miles used an hour. Used to be, hour. you vote them out? <laughs> or is it 65? I think it's like it's like 60, 65. It's like 65, 70. Something like that. How fast can a cheetah run? 70 miles an hour. It says 50 to 80. They don't know. With, so it can be faster. Yeah, cheetah, 50 to 80. They don't know. Well, what are you gonna? Do? What are you gonna do? Hop on a cheetah with a freaking speedometer? Don't tempt me. Oh my god! Sit over there and shut up. <laughs> in in Cherokee, my hand to God, I will quit. <laughs> you say that every episode, and you ain't quit yet. I'm married to you. I don't have a choice. <laughs> In Cherokee lore, the sudden appearance of a white wolf heralds a magic premature death. Over time, the white wolf became a white dog in Appalachian lore. The dog is large and powerful in build, a handsome creature despite hair that is somewhat matted and unkempt. The dog shows up on roads, follows people home, and sits at a distance from dwellings as though waiting for someone. The white dog does indeed wait, not for a friend or lost owner, but for a death. It is always seen by the person who is about to die, and sometimes by others who are close to the person. The dog is invisible to others. Once the white dog appears, the person is marked for death and dies tragically within a few days or two weeks. So there's also they say that if you see a white owl, you're you're gonna die soon too. I'm not kidding. So white animals maybe in general are a bad omens. What about doves? They white. Yeah. What about huskies? They white. Yeah, yeah. And don't they don't they sometimes release doves at funerals too? Or is that just weddings? No, nah, dude, that's just weddings. Oh, okay. You know what? You're going to release doves at my funeral now. That would be the most hilarious. Everybody would be like, what the fuck is going on? Hey, it's what he wanted. He's an idiot. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, well, the, the, the dove, the white dove was a symbol before probably any of this because it was in the Bible, right? Because it's a symbol. I think symbol. it is in the Bible. I don't think it was ever redacted. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so but it, so it was yeah, way the, before the, all this the, stuff. The, but it's a symbol of Noah. it's yeah. a symbol of peace and like welcoming or something like that, isn't it? Yeah, that's why they have them at weddings because they're bringing people together. No, they release them at weddings to show death. <laughs> like really, James? <laughs> really? <laughs> I know. So I don't know. Cryptids, just cryptids are cool, dude. I would just stay away from white animals, and if you have a white dog or a white cat. You better watch your back. You should watch your cat always. They're plotting to kill you. That the likelihood of being killed by your cat is low, but not zero. No, and <laughs> you, you should watch your cat anyways because you're because cats are closer to the veil than we are, so they can see the other side. You should always Dude, listen to them. Speaking of that, Constantine Two is going to come out next year. I'm so psyched. Oh God! Do you like Constantine? Yeah, it is all right. It's just another movie you're going to make me watch. Yeah, I watch good movies. Thank you. No. Mm, yes. <laughs> okay. So anyways, those were our four cryptids for this. Also, I think we might make this like a series. I don't know. So I'm going to, this episode obviously is just going to be like West Virginia cryptids. Maybe we can, 
I can look up more and just do like Appalachian cryptids, like ones that might be further I feel like north. The cryptids stay more on the east coast, like the name cryptids. I feel well, like stays. yeah, but like there are cryptids all over the world. Like if you look up a map of cryptids, there's cryptids all over the U.S. Right, but I feel like it's. Started more Probably, so in West because with we're the crazy. word with the word cryptid. Well, crazy over here, and they're crazy up there. Yeah, you know. And it's Appalachia, and it is Appalachia, not Apple. What it? What's the other way? How do people say it? Appalachian. Yeah, Appalachia. Appalachia. You don't say that. That's wrong. Don't say that. Here. The Appalachian Mountains is how the Stop Northerners it. say it. Dude, that's so gross. Bad. That's wrong. It's bad, dude. Colloquial, my ass. You're wrong. That's what it is. It's Appalachian. It's a hill we're willing to die on, as is everybody that's connected to the Appalachian Mountains. Exactly. <laughs> like people are like, hey, I love App State. Yeah, just keep it that way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just if keep you it can't say way. Appalachian State University, <laughs> it's just App State, okay? <laughs> so anyways, uh, I only had one resource for this episode, and it was cryptids.fandom.com. So you can go there, and uh, honestly, you can go to that website and look up literally like any cryptid that you want and right. it'll tell you information sometimes they have a lot of information sometimes they have a little information so but we're gonna go and you before you you know skip to another episode or skip to listening to music why don't you take a couple minutes because i am gonna put a song by avery's band jb walker at the end of this episode so that you can listen to it and see if you like it and then if you do like it, you can find the link in the show notes and on yeah, Facebook. show some support, like them on Spotify, yeah. stuff like that. You follow know. them on Spotify, follow them on Facebook, do all the things. And if you're in North Carolina, him. I think they play almost every week and they're booked. Yeah, Ugh, they do. Man, they um, do shows all the time. Mostly Western side. Not really. Not really. They kind of go everywhere in like, well, we're in like the middle of North Carolina. Yeah. So he, he tries to stay around the Winston, Davy Davidson area, yeah. like Iredale, stuff like that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, I mean, they're, so. their stuff's good. So anyways, support local music and our friends, and um, that's it. Other than that, we'll see you next time. Later. Use me to
Talks on. 